Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I'm here with the one and only Amelia Antonetti, and we're going to be discussing what is your perfect day, and what does that look like? So without further ado, Amelia, let's get it on.
I am so, first of all, I, I, I had so much fun playing around with Glenn this morning. And when Glenn said, he, he said, he's not good looking. Uh, Mr. Glenn, I, I beg to differ. He's a little stud muffin. Uh, you've got that going for you there, Glenn. I mean, you're super smart and all, but uh, you are, we're not throwing you out of bed for eating crackers. That's for sure. So, uh. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Wow. Thank you, Amelia. It's my favorite part about stay, uh, sharing a stage with you is I get to look at you. <laughs> wow, you are so, so kind. Thank you, Amelia. I appreciate that. <laughs> you get home safely to that beautiful wife and all those babies, and I will see you in Kentucky very soon. Yes, ma'am. Please, please, please. Awesome, awesome. So this, this morning we're going to, you know, I spend, I'm, first of all, I am so excited for the people who've reached out to me. Um, I am literally going to be on the road in a city near you. So do not be shocked if I show up in your business or at your house or uh, your, your, your group, I'm going into Secret Knock and a lot of other, uh, other uh, you know, powwow groups. Um, I'd love to get a hold of Vistage um, to be able to really bring what we do for human behavior live and in front of you because there's nothing more powerful than if you sit and have a session with me. Right. So if you are part of a business group, if you have a, a big family, please reach out to us. I am going to be on the road between now and November, and I am just beyond tenacious about showing how quick behavior modification works. And with that, um, the uh, the Genius Key team here uh, has created our first book, which is Designing Genius. Um, Patricia has worked her ass off to say, say the least, to hit a crazy deadline that I was like, listen, I want to go on tour now. And so we've been able to pull things together, designing genius that you can see that the link at the top, we've got a lot of fun behavior modification tools in the book. So it's not like you're just reading a book going, okay, this is great. How do I apply it? The book is going to walk you right into how to apply it. There's also a course. So please jump on, follow along with us. And again, if you are involved in a business group, I want to come and speak to your group. With that said, one of the first things that I really try to help somebody walk through to start to hear your own inner compass, right? Your inner compass is your guide to your highest and best self. We don't listen to it. We're trained not to listen to it, but it's in there. And I want to just ask you guys right now, if I said to you, what is your perfect day? What comes up first? Because so often when I say, what is your perfect day? People go, I want more sleep. <laughs> you know, I want to sleep more, right? Or they think about, you know, being on vacation at a beach. But I really want you to walk with me on this concept of a perfect day. And the reason why it's so important, now, now I'm going to give you a mic drop here for a second, right? The reason why this question is so important is if you do not know detail by detail by detail what a perfect day is to you, how in the world can I give it to you? How can I give you something to make something happen? The people who want to love on you if you haven't first defined what a perfect day is. And most of the time, the reason why you don't have what you want is because you haven't defined it 
and you haven't asked for it. Because people want to please you. We are wired by nature for happiness. I realize that there's a lot of unhappy people around here and there's a lot of people that their default now is unhappy. But if you actually look at children before we have tarnished them, if you look at children, they're happy, right? Our energy is wired for happiness. Nature is wired for happiness. Our default positioning is happiness. We've been conditioned away from it. And so what I wanna go through today in this hour, A, you're gonna hear from some people who've gone through this with me, but two, I want you to really start thinking about, here is the mind thought train I want you to get on. If I say to you, what is your perfect day? I want you to just take a minute right now before you open up your eyes in the morning, before your eyes open, tell me what's the first thing that you hear. On a perfect day, what do you hear first? Now, if you start there, you're gonna realize that this is very different for everybody. For some people, that perfect day, what they hear is ocean sounds. For other people, what they hear is bird chirping. For other people, what they hear is children's laughter. What other people hear is somebody saying, I love you. What other people hear is, here's your coffee. What do you hear first? in an absolute perfect scenario, only use your ears. So Tony, what about you? What would you hear first before you opened up your eyes? Well, listen, I'd love to hear the sounds of the ocean, but I don't live by the ocean. What I do hear is those roosters crowing in the morning. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, and, and so that's a great thing. So do not go where you currently are. See, again, here's a behavior thing. When I ask questions, People give me where they are today, but the whole purpose of behavior modification is to move you to your highest and best self, your future self. You're not at your future self yet, but your thinking today holds you in That's today. Because so, right? So when I ask you the question, you're like, this is what I do today. That means you'll stay today. If your perfect day includes ocean sounds, and you just lean into ocean sounds make me very excited in the morning at 5 a.m., the universe will come and answer that call. You don't need to know how it's gonna answer the call. You don't have to make a plan for how it's gonna, all you gotta do is this brings my heart happiness and lean into it, right? The ocean for you, right, is something that really does it for you. Um, who else is on stage one that wants to jump in? What gives, what first thing in the morning, before you open up your eyes in a perfect day scenario, what would you hear? This is Gloria. Good morning, Hello, Gloria. I hear uh, birds chirping. Okay, birds chirping. Yeah. That's wonderful. And again, if you start to follow this this mental train with me, when you think right now about birds chirping, your yes. heart responds, right? Because that's something that does something for you, right? Those yes. birds chirping. Yeah. And so now when you paint, you keep going. So you're like, okay, I'm laying in bed. I hear birds chirping. Now yes. I say, open your eyes. What okay. do you see, right? Is the room bright and sunny? Is the room dark? Is there somebody there with you? Do you see your child's face, your dog's face? So now you go and you allow your body to move through its behavior analysis. You're, you're, you're walking, your, what do I see in a perfect scenario? So now what do I see? 
Then you move through to what do I feel? You have to do it in this order. Use your ears, use your eyes, and then tell me the feeling. If you go right to feeling, this exercise is not going to imprint. So I'm imprinting a behavior modification on designing a perfect day, starting with our ears. Now, after you've gone through what I hear, what I see, and what I feel. Now, this is very, very different for lots of different people. Some people want to wake up in the morning and feel peaceful. Some people want to wake up in the morning and feel motivated, invigorated. Some people want to wake up in the morning and they really want that like transition, like time to kind of lean into their morning. How you feel followed by what you hear and see is critical to designing your success plan. Now, how do you lock this in? Right? So now you say, and I want you to really do this with me. You're like, okay, I hear birds chirping. And then I see my dog's little fuzzy face. And I feel really happy and excited about my day. I'm making all this up, right? I don't know what yours is. I feel really happy and excited that I'm going to get into my day. And then you say, smell. Because smell locks in. Smell is one of the sensories that immediately triggers behavior. So if you follow this sequencing for me and then say, I smell lemons, I smell vanilla, I smell whatever. If you follow this building of your perfect day and you follow the sequencing and let's just say, for example, vanilla is your thing, right? Now in real life, right? Cause this is, this is a behavior exercise in real life. If I follow this with you and I give you the scent of vanilla, where does your brain go? Right back to this morning, perfect day, right? These are behavior modification tricks, right? That allows you to bring a sense or feeling intentionally into different parts of your day. But first you have to design the perfect day. So then you move through, okay, now I just woke up. This is what happened. Then what happens? And then you go like, okay, a cup of coffee that I say, did somebody hand you the coffee? Did you make the coffee? Were you sitting at Starbucks? Or what? How did the coffee happen? If you walk through and actually design a perfect 24 hour period, moment by moment by moment by moment, you have now built the best gift in the world for the people who love you. Because I can now come into your perfect day and I can give it to you at any moment in time. If you want to be able to utilize the energy and intention of the circle that you have, have around you, this exercise will allow you to feel loved and belong more than any other exercise. This is the tool that allows for connection. And it also allows you to be able to use other people's genius in the momentum of your perfect day. The more perfect days that you have, <laughs> the more you have what you consider a successful life. So I want to pause right there and have some feedback from some of the brothers and sisters who've gone through this exercise with me. Hey, Amelia, it's Patricia. Hey, good morning, Patricia. I was just shouting you out. Were you here when I was praising you or no, you were not here yet? 
course I was here, but you know, you can always just keep repeating it. It's fine. That's right. That's right. <laughs> my sister from another mother. We have, we have been able to figure out that the only difference between Patricia and I is our shoe choice. She, yep. I have, yep. I like high heel hooker heels and she likes comfortable pet shoes, but the rest of us is exactly the same. Right. Exactly. But the, the sneakers are cute. They're not. They are cute. Ones. Oh my God. They're so cute. No, super <laughs> cute. Yeah. Super cute. No, I just have a little bit of, I I'm going to wake up and die in my high heels. There you go. I'll make sure it happens. Um, so a couple things. So, um, as far as the perfect day goes, what I thought was really interesting about the exercise is that, and also when we looked at how all of the sisters were answering this exercise as well, is I think a lot of us live in this time period where we think when this happens, I'll do that. So when I earn this much money, I'll buy this thing. Or when I have this point in my life, I'll go on that trip. And we're living for this future that we think is going to be idealistic, that's going to be perfect, that's going to have all the things that we want with the people we want, not appreciating and realizing we are actually missing those moments right now because we we're not recognizing them. And so when we all went through this perfect day exercise and really sat down and thought about it, there was so much simplicity in the things. Not one person said, my perfect day is me getting on a private jet, flying to Paris, shopping at the most expensive stores, then getting into my Ferrari. It was not external material possessions. What it was is snuggles with the dogs and the coffee and, you know, the ocean or a lake, you know, background. It was taking walks. It was laughter with my kids. It was very, very simple. And I will say, I went through this exercise and realized that I was actually living my perfect day at least 50% of the time during my days. And it made very easy to make very simple tweaks and changes to add more perfect day moments into every single day of my life. But I also, I wanted to put my husband on the spot here. He's on stage because I want him to share how he was able to how we were actually able to do this exercise together and what that means in a relationship. So Scott, I'm going to pass it over to you. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. So actually I just want to take the, the opportunity because father's day is coming up and talk about what a cheat code, the perfect day exercise is because we just had mother's day and my wife had shared, Patricia had shared with me what her perfect day was several months ago. And on Mother's Day, we got about halfway through the day and she looked at me and go, wait a minute, are, are we having my perfect day? Because she had listed out everything. So my kids and I basically implemented, instrumented her perfect day and it was, it was fantastic. So for those of you that have Father's Day coming up, if you know who your significant other's perfect day is, you're all set. So. Thank you, Amelia, for that cheat code. We appreciate it. And Scott, you know, the, the, for the people that are listening who, who don't know you guys, you guys have already been married 100 years, right? So it's not like you're newlyweds and, because this is the assumption. People go, oh, well, I've been married for a long time, so I already know what my wife or my husband's perfect day is. And what I'm telling you is, no, you don't. No, you don't. I don't care how much you think you know the other people. This exercise 
is something that people don't teach. And so you're making the assumption you know what the other person's perfect day is. You don't really know, but doing the exercise, and again, since you guys have been married a long time, can you share a little bit about what you thought you know knew and then what actually is there? Because again, for some reason, and I work with a lot of men, men think women want grand gestures. They wait for this opportunity to do a grand gesture without under, really understanding that the woman, the female, the, the yin side of the brain wants consistent, detailed over a long period. That imprints better. Small things over a long period of time has a bigger imprint on our feminine brain than a grand gesture. So if you could just chit chat on that for a second. Yeah, the examples of that, I mean, anybody that knows Patricia knows that part of her perfect day includes jelly bellies and Twizzlers. So it's, it's simple stuff like that, but also it includes crisp white sheets and crisp white pajamas. So it's like a comfort thing. So as long as, and again, she was saying that earlier, they're not grand gestures. Even the stuff that she really wants aren't grand. She just wants you to know what they are. So you're making them available to her. So it's, the thing about this exercise is it's crazy that we don't do this naturally. Like think about what our perfect day is because when you go through the exercise, you're shocked at a, how close you are and B how much of a stretch it's not to get where your, where, where your perfect day actually lives. So again, great exercise. Glad we're talking about it today. And so Scott, yeah. what was your one thing that you learned about Patricia that you didn't know after when she shared this exercise, what didn't you know that was on that list? It actually had to do with, and it's simple because we have teenage kids, but the thing that I didn't think about that was on the list is the type of interactions that she wants to have on a daily basis as the family unit. And sometimes that has to do because we're all around the dinner table, but for her, if we're around the dinner table, it's important that we have, a, you know, in as part of the dinner, it doesn't have to be the whole dinner, but there has to be parts of the dinner where there are conversations that are meaningful to the family unit, not just talking about, you know, basketball or problems or whatever the case may be, but there's certain things that she wants to cover when we're all together as a family. And it's simple stuff, but it actually makes a huge difference for her, but also for the family. So in the book, Designing Genius, for those people that are interested, there's a whole chapter that talks about the perfect day, how to implement it, different questions to ask, and talking about what Scott just mentioned right now, there's a whole other chapter that talks about communication starters, right? A another game. So every, every chapter in the book not only goes over a behavior and a success tool, it also gives you the games and the exercises to play in your partnerships, play with your family, play with team building, so on and so forth. So take a take a look at the link at the top. Um, I love it. Thank I, you guys. I just I'm 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 so excited to do this project with you guys. Um, I've got a, another comment for you, Amelia. On sure. this that I think it's important to keep in mind too is there's a simplicity behind the exercise, but there's something else. Is that um, you know when you when you talked about how like understanding your partner. So Scott and I, we've been together for 25 years, but for me, because I have a certain type of personality is that I need that rest and recovery period. So I need to be, I need recharging. So if I get off a call, for example, I want to go, or if I'm in breakfast of champions, if I was delivering a segment on my own, 
I want to then isolate. I don't want somebody coming rushing into my office trying to have a conversation about it. And so also when you look at somebody's perfect day, you can see where that rest and recovery is so that you're not hitting up your partner or spouse at the wrong time, which in turn may give a bad reaction, which could cause problems, right? So there's more to it than just, I want to do this activity, then I want to do this activity, is we actually start to learn the ebb and flow of each other's days. And what's really important as far as to catch people at their best time, but also to know when to kind of back off and give a little space to something. So I just wanted to add that as well. And I keep going, it's in the book, it's in the book, it's in the book, it's in the course, it's in the book, yep. it's in the course, right? So we, we really, we, and I mean we, we, there's there's a we here, there's no I. The we have worked really hard to put this in uh, to a way that you can kind of spoon and feed it into your life. And I promise you, I promise you that every chapter will make a difference in your life. The material Absolutely. is like not like anything you've ever seen before. This is all behavior. This is not therapy. This is not a book that you're going to read and then you're going to put down and go, okay, that's great. But now what do I do? The whole book is here's the point. Here's the exercise. Here's what you're learning. Here's what you do next. And if you can't just read the book and do it, there's a course that forces you through it so that you can actually make the behavior modifications. So please, and please just don't forget to tell people, Amelia. So the we are going to, for the people that pre-order- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day you're also going to get a special invitation to a three-part series with Amelia, where she is on one of the calls going to be answering questions and giving some of these conversation starters. One of them is going to be on relationships. One is on wealth building. The other one is, what's the other one? Parenting. 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 I've got so many kids I'm working with now. I, I mean, I can't even get over how many kids I'm working with. Because the families are like, listen, my kids are in high school and they're not ready for college. Or my kids are just graduated and they're not ready for college. Or they're in college and they're absolutely not motivated. So I've got a whole thing that we're doing on kids for parents to help guide them into the life skills that they actually need in order to be ready for life. And so that is my gift for the people who join us now on the pre-ordering. Um, and, and again, like I said, in the beginning of this, if you have, if you belong to a business group or if you've got a team or a company, I will be on the road. So please reach out to us because I have no problem showing up in your company to help conduct a team meeting all based on behavior. Hi, Amelia. This is Corey. Hey, Corey. Good morning. Hi. Um, and I just want to mention, I, I hope that Scott has a really detailed Father's Day, uh, perfect day. I can't <laughs> wait to hear about it. But um, the cheat sheet. No pressure. <laughs> the cheat sheet that he was talking about, I feel like it would also be super, super important for a boss to have something like that on employees. So I'm excited to hear about what you might say about that for your speaking series. But um, I just want to bring up one point again with it being Father's Day. I lost my dad three years ago and a Facebook memory came up and I shared it. 
and one of his friends said, yeah, I remember his, his uh, four-wheel drive international and how it used to smell. <laughs> and immediately, I knew the smell he was talking about, and it was the most horrible smell ever because my dad was a trapper, but it brought back the most beautiful feeling in, in me. So I know exactly what you're talking about when you're talking about that imprinting. But as far as the perfect day, we have a lot of overachievers on this call right now in the Breakfast of Champions. And it would feel like possibly there's not enough time in the day to make a perfect day. So how does somebody approach that when they're looking at putting everything down that they want to get accomplished in a day? I love that. And so this is, and again, this is your tactical brain speaking to me. Um, so again, I'm just gonna, I'm going to decode at, at, at the same time I go through that. So remember time is a man-made thing. Time doesn't really exist. We made time exist so that we could understand it. So if you go through the exercise to unfold, just think about it like a sizzle reel of a movie. Like, you know, you see a sizzle of you're waking up and you hear the ocean and then this snapshot and then you see the wave and then you see, you know, this cup of coffee magically coming, whatever, and then this beautiful breakfast and you pluck walking with the dog on the beach, whatever these little flashes of what you create as a perfect day, your tactical brain is saying, oh my gosh, that can't fit in a 24 hour period. But the way life unfolds is that pieces of your perfect day are going to happen in different time periods. So today you may get, and let's just pretend it's 10 things. It's more than that, but just pretend it's 10 things. Today, you may get seven out of 10 of these things. And then tomorrow it's a different mix of what is perfect, but it's still seven out of 10. And when you start defining the things that bring you joy and happiness so that's clear in your brain. Now what happens is it cre creates a frequency so other people can get closer to you to help you do it. It's your brain, your tactical side saying to me, Amelia, how am I going to make it happen in this time that I have because it seems too much? And the answer to that is you don't have to do anything you don't have to do a thing. The world is going to bring these things closer to you and make them happen in a non-time uh, restriction because that is flow. Things just start to happen without your effort. And this is where people get stuck because they think that successful people have this crazy ability to make things happen without realizing that the success formula is about internally creating the awareness and changing your frequency so that the universe is doing that. That's what people used to call luck, right? Somebody's lucky. No, it's not about luck. It's about you coming into awareness and you being able to attract other energy beyond your control to push in the same direction. So it's not me, myself, and I, it's the entire uh, impact of everything around me working for one common goal. That's the power that creates sustainable, momentable success, if that makes sense. Yes, it, it makes sense. And I, the other question I had about that though is, if I'm making a perfect day and I'm thinking about everything that's just so absolutely wonderful that I want to happen in that day, 
how tactical do I get with the type of work or the financial portion that's going to assist in helping that happen? You don't have to, right? So in the perfect day exercise, how never comes into your play. Never, how is not what this exercise is about. It's about what, what would you see? What would you hear? What would you feel, right? You don't have to worry about how, how is an entirely different exercise, right? So you're in the chapter of fact finding to, to help you develop your own identity of what brings joy and happiness to you. So stay in where you are in the mental track. There's another chapter in the book that then says, okay, now that we know what we know, how do I then start moving towards that manifestation? Thank you very much. I love you. Hey, Amelia, good morning. Hello, Big that's Mike, big, how are you? That's Big Mike, he's got a question. That's good. Hey, I was just going to tell you, you know, I sent your message on Instagram, DM and stuff. You know, you were talking about my perfect day. You know, I've been in business for myself for 36 years to build this life. And I've kind of, I think I kind of have a perfect day. And I kind of describe it to you, depending on geographical location, my perfect day would be with my eyes closed, still almost asleep, hearing with my ears, with the ocean waves crashing, hitting the rocks, my wife spreading sweet nothings into my ear, which she still does, and then waking up and doing daily prayer with her, and then doing whatever the family wants. You know, I built my business enough while it's on self-operation right now, so I don't have to worry about whether I show up or not. I know. I know my business will still be there and still operational and fully. And that's kind of what my daily uh, uh, perfect day would be. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. What I would, what I would ask you to consider, right? Because there's a lot of, there's, there's more detail there, right? So since you've already received so much in your world, Ask yourself, you know, after the daily prayer and after your family says, I'm going to make it up, they want to go for a walk. What can you do that would be of service, right? Maybe it's not the receiving of your perfect day. Maybe it's the giving, right? Maybe it is the, you know, the knowledge nuggets that you share so often in so many of the rooms, right? So other people can learn from your experience. Maybe it is a giving to be able to say, I'm going to plant a tree, right? For sustainable, whatever it is. You have to have enough detail so that you can continue this frequency of giving and receiving, especially since you are at a place of success, your energy impacts the energy of those that are attached to you. That's why when I talk about behavior and behavior modifications, when you start to really understand, and I mean really get centered with the fact that every single thing that you think and that you do impacts exponentially the world. It's the concept of a butterfly flaps their wings and it impacts something on the other side of the world. What you think and do is impacting somebody. You may not have immediate awareness of who you're impacting, but it absolutely matters. All of this matters. There was a great thing going, I don't know, say five years ago that was on social media, they told a little a story about a little boy 
that was bringing all his books home from school. He had like 20 books sitting on the bus, getting off the bus. Um, the boys were, the other boys were bullying him. He fell down. The books went everywhere. Some kid came over and said, Hey, let me help you up. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, let me help you. It's like, I'll help you carry the books. He's like, where do you live? He's like, I live down that street. He's like, I live that way too. And so now these two boys are walking with all of these books. Uh, this, this little kid coming to his house, coming down the house. He's like, thank you so much. Spin that story forward. That little boy who was carrying all his books home from school was doing that because he was going to kill himself. He wanted to bring home all the books because he didn't want his mom to have to go to school and clean out his locker. So he's carrying everything home from school so she didn't have to do that. And that boy who helped him pick up those books, that was the thing that stopped him from taking his life. So small acts, even though you don't know the impact, are game-changing. If you listen or you read about highly successful people, they always repeat the memory of, like Steve Harvey, right, who's one of my clients. He talks about the memory he has from kindergarten, right? Lots of successful people have that memory that go, this thing happened and somebody believed in me. A teacher, a community leader, a friend's parents said something to me that made me believe I was worthy and that I had something to do that was going to be impactful in the world. What you say, you never know the thing that you say that impacts somebody's life. But if you live a life of purpose, if you live a life with the responsibility of what you say and do matters, you become the butterfly. Like I was, I think it was yesterday, the day before on my Instagram, could be Facebook. Maybe I just lied. I think it was Facebook. On Facebook, somebody reached out to me. She goes, I don't know if you remember me, but I met you at Lucky Napkin Live. I own a company way back when called Lucky Napkin. And we used to do Lucky Napkin Live. We used to go out on tour for QVC and HSN to spot the next great idea. And so she's like, I met you at Lucky Napkin Live 20 years ago. And what you said mattered so much. And here's what happened since then. And I was so moved. I was so moved because I was like, no, I don't remember speaking to her specifically. But what I can tell you about me is that everybody I talk to, I am 100% dialed in with my energy of what's happening in that moment. I am not distracted at all. I am focused on you to help you get from me whatever it is that I can do to serve you, whatever that is. And the fact that she reached back out to me to say that was a pivotal moment in my life because what you said mattered on what I did to my business, what I did in my relationship, what I did, what I did, what I did, and came back again to say, now I'm at a different place. What would you do now? And so these things are what matters to me is that what I do with my time, what I'm trying to do to bring you these behavioral tools that you're using them, that they matter. Because the more I can share my knowledge exchange, then you're going to share the knowledge exchange to the people in your life. And this is how we belong together in a community and into our world. And so please, these exercises, even though they seem simple, I promise you, if you lean into them and go all the way through the exercise, they will change who you are for the good. That's beautiful, Amelia. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so many people have yeah. contributed to Designing Genius. Please, please, please. Yeah, go ahead, Tony. I know you're going to do you're going to yes. do I want to just cut in to, to do the room reset. So thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, Amelia is dropping her bombs like she usually does. Great questions and comments by uh, by people that have come into the stage uh, onto the stage as well. So thank you for that. Uh, we encourage you, of course, and thank you again for being here. We encourage you, of course, to share this room to Clubhouse. Hit that little button at the bottom. Uh, make sure that you're sharing this to your hallway so people can, can find it. Also, ping people in individually that you know could and should be here. And if you're on social media watching this, share this video. Because just like uh, uh, Amelia was just talking about that story of the little boy, sometimes just sharing this video and that this video getting to the right person or pinging the right person into this room to get into the right room to have the right conversation with the right person can indeed change their life, save their life, change the trajectory of someone's life just by changing the perspectives of what they see. As, as Wayne Dyer said, change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. These are This is one of those spaces that you can come in and have that happen. You can literally shift somebody, shift somebody's life, change somebody's life, save somebody's life. So make sure that you're pinging people in. Of course, we invite you to also click the link above. Uh, if you're on Clubhouse, you can just click the link. If you're watching us on social media, the, there's a little, the, the, it's streaming across the bottom of our screen, designinggenius.com. Uh, get in there, pre-order that book because everything that Amelia is talking about, that fabulous exercise of what is your perfect day. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have that conversation with my wife after she has her cup of coffee when we're done here. I'm going to have that conversation because it's been quite a while since we've had that conversation. So that is brilliant. And again, this can change your relationships and change. Again, the quality of our life is the quality of our relationships. So make sure that you're pouring into those you love. So and, with that and said. The best thing, Tony, is I am hitting the road. So I see Miss Renee Noor here, one of my sisters from another mother. And I will be with Renee and her group, I believe, in October in Atlanta, if I'm not lying. I think that if I'm going by memory. Right? She was so just I, in New York, and I missed her, and I think you may have missed her as well. So it's got to get her next time. She's she, one of my favorites, up. right? One of my favorites. So I'll see Miss Renee, and then Tony. I know you're having your event also right about that same time. So I am on the road, coming to you. Take advantage of it. Sit down, have a session. Bring me into your company. Bring me into your team huddles. Right? Bring me into your family. I'm, I'm doing so many families like now, right now. It's it, it, it's like Patricia hears every day. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go see another family. Right. So bring me in. Let us help help you because everything between where you are and where you want to go is not time, money and resources. People think if I had more time, if I had more money, if I had more resources. No, no, no. We have proven over and over again that the difference between where you are and where you want to go is a behavior. It is a behavior that is holding you in today. And that's why when I'm talking to the people here on stage, right? I was showing you how, Tony, your mind was in today. Corey, your mind was in today, right? To somebody has to move you into tomorrow's thinking. Your brain isn't going to go there because it's unknown. It's uncertain, which means it's uncomfortable. You have to use the behavior tools, these exercises that allows you to move into the bigger possibilities and then the glue in the end of the chapters is what brings you into tomorrow's thinking. The only way you're going to continue to succeed, to continue to grow, is if you start the behavior of tomorrow and that behavior pulls you into tomorrow. You will stay in today's thinking forever unless you're using behavior modification. You will stay right here for the rest of your life for Groundhog Day. It's why things are so difficult because you 
are thinking for today, rooting you in today. You need something different to move you to tomorrow. And so the practices are in the book, right? The rituals are in the book to, and then how to build the glue in the community to get you through tomorrow. That's what we were doing here with the, the sisterhood and the brotherhood of the Genius G100 to create a community so that people could see, oh my gosh, everybody's struggling on these exercises. Yes, it's meant to struggle because you're breaking the brain for today and building the brain for tomorrow. So anytime you break anything, it hurts, right? And then you rebuild it stronger for tomorrow and then that becomes your new practice. And so this is something that you repeat over and over again. I do this about every six weeks now to re-break my brain and to grow into whatever. But it used to be once a year, then it was twice a year, then it was once a quarter, right? Now it's about every six weeks, I re-break my thinking and then let it reset into where I'm going next. And it's just the practice. For a lot of the people who've been working closely with me for the last three or four months, they've seen what I do and how I behave, but more importantly, how I react to major life circumstances, right? How do I stay consistently where I am right now with my, my structure and my strength is a practice. I was not born this way. I've been conditioned based on behavior modification and I'm still growing. I haven't, I haven't even started yet. The best is yet to come. Um, I'm gonna open up to the stage. Who else has done the perfect day or is interested in doing the perfect day? Amelia, hi, it's Lisa. Hello. Hello. Good I have I good morning. I'm not I'm taking notes so I can because I can't wait to dive into this, not only for myself, but um for my kids. I wanna I wanna do this with them and I'm just so excited about it. And I and I really and I think probably my biggest drive one of my biggest drives for coming and joining you was had to do with when I had mentioned that I wanted to break generational um those generational patterns. And I, I saw it, my mom was such a worrier and she, and she, and I think that that really aided to, it built upon her, her, all the illnesses that she had over the years. And I never wanted to go down that path. And there were so many times she's like, oh, Lisa, I wish I could, you know, I really want to do, I want to do something in the world. I'm like, well, step out and go do it, mom. You know, you're going to figure it out if you don't like it. And yesterday I had this conversation with my dad, who I'm so, so proud of. He's 80 years old. He just signed a letter of intent, of intent to sell the business that he has been building for 30 years. And I know, but he's scared. He told me, he goes, I'm so scared. I don't know what I'm going to do. And he's, he's, and I see how stuck he is. And I said, dad, embracing change is such a beautiful thing. And I see now with all of this, I'm, I can't wait to, to learn this tool to be able to help him to, to navigate, to say, dad, you're not, you're not, life is not over because of this. This, you should be proud of this. I'm so proud of you. And I just, I, I'm just so, I'm so excited to know you. I can't wait to use all this. So thank you for all you, you're putting out there. Well, and, and so here's, a, again, I'm, I'm going to, first of all, thank you for sharing. And I just, I enjoy you so much. So thank you for being a sister in succession planning. Cause I've done so much succession planning in my life. Right. What happens is when your career, right, or, or that thing defines you, right? So some people being a mother defines them. Some people being a wife defines them. But for many, 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 many people, their business defines them. 
So because your father has had that influence, which is his business, in his definition of his identity for so long, that's why he's scared. Because he's like, wait a minute, this is a big piece of who I am. And if that piece isn't there anymore, there's the void. And so if you walk through some of these exercises, like the perfect day, there's a bunch of them, a lot of these exercises, but let's start with the perfect day. What that does in succession planning is it identifies for them the next thing that will fill that gap. So as the business moves away, he will call forward a new thing he's never thought about. Well, the brain won't think about anything if it's full, right? So like a closet, only so much clothes fits in the closet. And so until you remove things from the closet, there's no room for something new. Well, asking somebody to remove their business from their closet, that doesn't make any sense until they're ready. So now that he's getting to the right succession, he's moving this business out, leaving space in his brain or his closet. Now the perfect day is going to start having a think about the things that bring him joy and happiness. So there's going to be something in his perfect day that says, I'm going to make it up. I really enjoy when I have my cup of coffee with my buddies because I get this opportunity to share. And then you go, ooh, what if we took that same joy about sharing with your little group of people and we moved you to SCORE? SCORE is an organization of people who've already retired that allow them to go in and mentor to other young people. Anybody who's starting a business, SCORE should be your first website that you go to because it allows you to bring in an accountant and a lawyer and an operation and a logistic person who's already retired for 20 or 30 years of their career to help you in the mentorship. So maybe SCORE becomes something that he wants. But until he moves through the perfect day, you don't know what's there in order to build upon. But the minute you build upon the new thinking that's replacing what is leaving, now they get excited. He will not release fear. And I'll say it again. He will not release fear until he fills the void of what he thinks he's losing to make it a game. <clears throat> Hopefully that makes sense. That totally does. And I'm going to buy another copy of your book so I can send it to him for Father's Day. It'll be delayed, but that's okay. That's <laughs> okay. We'll send him a really nice so, note yeah. coming soon, right? But a really nice But note. the course is out, right? The course is out. So the course you'll be able to get and the calls that we're doing, right? So he, Perfect. it's not going to be for, he will start getting uh, inf uh, information about designing genius and welcome. And again, same thing too, I'm going on the road. So I'm doing a lot of these. Some people have been so amazing. They're like, listen, I'm part of a Toastmaster. I'm part of a Vistage. I'm part of a, an Accelerant. I'm a part of one of these groups. Can you come in and do a kickoff? I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And more yes. You just have to tell me where you are and what the group is. Awesome. Thank um, you. You're welcome. By the way, I was just going to say, don't flood Amelia's inbox with those requests. Go to her website, go to Amelia.com and uh, send a message there so that her team can handle that because uh, otherwise Amelia might not get that. So just wanted to jump in and say that. So click that link above. Of course, you'll also find the link to the website in there as well. So that's the best way to reach her and pre-order that book. Yeah. Or anybody who's got a key. So if you see anybody on stage that actually has a key on their picture, they're part of the team, right? So if you reach out to anybody who has a key, 
where you are and and whatever business whatever you're talking about will get the message to us so follow the keys we made it really easy for you if you want us to come to see you to work with your community catch anybody with the key and we will get to you um who else would like to chime in on this conversation about building a perfect day this is Coralie. hello good morning good morning you know um when i first had my when i got my first business coach Oh, uh, probably 18-ish years ago now uh, when we had our business and it was a real big mess. Uh, we had business coach and that was one of the exercises that they brought us through was to create the ideal day. And that was the first time that I ever kind of pushed outside the box and thought what was, what was possible, what could be possible? Because exactly like you're saying, we're all kind of stuck in today, but put yourself forward and what is possible for you. However, and I do this actually with my clients now, it's one of the exercises I do with them is to create the ideal day. And it's what time do you wake up in the morning? And you know, what are you having? You know, what is your morning routine and all these things? But I never had it put that way before where you have it with the senses, because that makes it so much more real. So I love, um, I love that, you know, waking up and what are you hearing, seeing, uh, feeling and smelling? Like, I think that that just adds a whole new dimension to the whole practice. So thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. And um I'm finished speaking. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, I mean, so as a behaviorist, what what becomes frustrating is that I hear coaches talk about part of the exercise, right? I hear people talk about the vision board and they leave out the behavior part that actually glues it in place. I hear people talk about the perfect day and then they forget about the behavior part that actually makes the brain imprint. Right. And so you hear this all the time where you hear part of a quote. Well, the quote means something different if you leave some of it off. And that's what's happened over time is that people take pieces of something and then they repeat it. And so what I'm trying to do is to go back into the world and include the behavior part, because one of it is the knowledge. First, I have to be aware. I have to know what the knowledge is. Right. I always say it's AWA. It's awareness will and then the action and the action step if it doesn't include the behavior modification it doesn't stick and the reason for that is because the brain a is lazy right so the brain is going to stay in what it knows because what it knows it believes is safe that's not true right that's the story we tell ourselves we think we're safe if we stay in our current behavior the reality is we're not safe at all Right. So this whole certain and uncertainty is part of behavior. Why does the brain want to believe what it wants to believe? That's why when I'm in discussions with people and I see something different. So I don't believe in right and wrong. Right. Or good or bad. Those things are useless. So if I see the sky is blue and you see that the sky is purple, we're both right. So in order to keep harmony with your energy so I don't go into resistance energy, a whole chapter in the book about resistance energy. The way that I don't go into resistance is that I meet you where you are. I don't need to see that it's purple. I need to know that you see it's purple. And so my language will, will is something that goes along the line like, I know that is what you believe, or I know that's what you need to believe if there's conflict, right? And so being able to learn language that doesn't deny your reality allows the conversation to continue. If I give you language 
that creates resistance, the conversation is over. So the minute I go, no, the sky is blue, this conversation has stopped right there. Highly successful people who have effective communication skills is to remain in the conversation to its highest level. If you beat me with resistance, the minute you get into yes and no, right or wrong, you flatlined at kindergarten. If you learn the behavior tools to continue in the conversation to the next frequency and the next frequency and the next frequency, which is by not creating resistance, I can then see what you see. I can then move farther to feel what you feel. And that is what allows those highest levels of awareness. And that is what, when you meet people who are very skilled in this, um, Dalai Lamas, highly effective intuitives, shamans, they are in conversations by creating no resistance so the conversation can continue in flow because it's never about right or wrong. It's about your experience and your story and me being able to lean in and meet you where you are. And so those are all skills. Everybody can learn them. Um, and so hopefully that added a little bit of knowledge nugget to those people that are listening here because I love behavior and I just want to share it with you. That was amazing. By the way, somebody made a comment. There's a comment in the question uh, that I want to sh that I want to ask you in the, in the uh, the shares of faith had said, this is by William Shakespeare, nothing is good or bad. Thinking makes it so. And it's so true because overthinking is the enemy of happiness. Overthinking is the enemy of joy, the enemy of progress, the enemy of so many things. So stop overthinking it. Along those lines, there's a question that came in as well, uh, um, which is what happens when we create our perfect day and our partner cannot or will not energetically align with our perfect day? Oh, I love this question. This is one of my favorite questions, right? So this is goes to limited thinking, right? You are not limited to the people who are currently in your life. So it doesn't matter if the people in your current situation do or do not lean into your perfect day. Once you define your perfect day, and once you're like, oh my gosh, this is it. This, these are the things that bring me joy and happiness. The universe will bring those people into your life that are aligned with that same energy. So the, your perfect day may start happening with people that you don't even know yet because they're part of your future self, right? They're part of your future. So you don't need, and you do not have to be rooted in, my partner needs to do this. What if somebody else does it, right? You're not limited by what you know today. Some of the best successes that I've ever had, ever had in my life, I never saw it coming, right? I never saw it coming. All of a sudden I was like, oh my God, this thing would be so exciting. And then my phone rings, I'm like, hey, I've got this opportunity. I'm like, are you kidding me? I just was thinking of that, right? Free yourself from the limiting beliefs by answering your own question, right? Don't worry about how, don't worry about who. Just worry about what, what is it that you see? What is it that you want to feel? What is it if it's limitless? And then trust that the universe is going to bring those opportunities to you. And it is not always the person that you solve it with. Maybe that's not the solution. Maybe the solution is in your future. 
You know, and I, I got to say that that is that is perfect. It is beautiful because it isn't always the person that you want it from. And in it, being in a relationship, this is an important thing. And this is a nugget that I, I just extrapolated from what you said. And I want to make sure I share it with everybody is make it a point to, to, to help your significant other, help them create their perfect day before somebody else does. <laughs> yeah. So just yeah. wanted to say that. Let, Listen, let, we are wrapping up. And, yeah. and, uh, and that's where I'm minutes. at right now, right? I outgrew right. my life, right? I outgrew my current circle. Well, my, my, my current one, my current circle from whatever, a few months ago, because the people that in my life did not want to go where I wanted to go. They didn't want to meet me at the frequency that was going. And that's okay. That's totally okay. I'm still friendly. I'm still a cheerleader. I'm still supportive. I'm still will be the first person there if you need me. But I freed myself to grow to my new circle, right? And that's that's the beauty of life is that you're always growing, you're always developing, and you're always moving to the next level unless you choose to stay where you are. See, if you are still stuck, it's because you chose to be stuck. And the reason why you chose to be stuck is that you're afraid, well, if I give up what I have now, I will have less then. What happens if you let go of what you have now and you have more? Well, that's that's what usually that, happens, Tony, like you said. Let's transition to the legend, the man, the myth, Mr. David Meltzer. Yes. And uh, so thank you. I'm just going to close it up by saying thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, and we appreciate your being here. Stay for David Meltzer for the next hour. And of course, we will be back at 11 o'clock with an amazing guest. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my. Who's coming? Oh, my God. Who's coming in at 11 o'clock? you got to just hang on tight. Hang yes. on tight. If you want to talk about one of the best showrunners, SVPs ever, ever, some of the biggest documentaries. He's won more awards coming at 11. That's it. Or stay till 11. Stay for yeah, David stay, Meltzer. Stay, stay, stay. And, and, you know, just to wrap this up is if you want to make room for things in your life, perhaps it's time to do a little cleaning as well. And you got to remove in order to add. So thank you, Amelia, for being here. Thank you for all of the speakers and moderators and everyone who shared today. And of course, thank you for everybody in the audience, because without an audience, we could not have a stage. Make sure that you're clicking the link above, order uh, pre-order Amelia's book. And remember that the first 100 people get access uh, to three Zoom rooms, private Zoom rooms. Uh, that are going to be happening. Uh, so make sure that you're clicking that link. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.